Hare Krishna. This is a reading of Brihat Bhagavatamrita, Part 2, Goloka Mahatmya, which includes the story of Gopakumar, written by Sanatan Goswami. To support our podcasts, look for the support link in the podcast player software you use. Srila Prabhupada encourages donating to such programs in the purport to Bhagavad Gita, 1154. If one gives money to persons involved in distributing Krishna consciousness, that charity, given to spread Krishna consciousness, is the greatest charity in the world. Thank you for your support. Chapter 1. Vairagya, Renunciation Sri Janame Jaya said, My father, Maharaj Parekit, who dearly loved Lord Krishna, taught the rare, secret meaning of the scriptures to his mother and my grandmother, Uttara. O best of sages, Jaimini, as I drink the Bhagavatam ocean's nectar, which is fragrant with the lotus flower of your mouth, I am still not satiated. O wise one, please relate more of the nectarian conversation between mother and son, who both relished the nectar of Lord Krishna's lotus feet. Jaimini Rishi answered, O king, what they discussed, even all-knowing sages and seers of Brahman, cannot know or describe by their own powers. By the mercy of Sukadev Goswami, who is an ocean of devotion to Krishna, I remained by the side of King Parekat and Uttara Devi and directly heard what they discussed. O fortunate one, now please hear the glory of Goloka, which, although secret, the Vedas say may be revealed to an affectionate disciple. When she heard the description of Lord Krishna's great mercy, as previously described in the story of Narada Muni's travels, your grandmother became filled with bliss. Wishing to hear of the result of great devotion to Lord Gopikanta and the Lord's pastime place above Vaikuntha, and not fully understanding them in her heart, she asked Sri Parekat. By performing auspicious duties, householders with material desires can achieve the three worlds, and persons who have renounced their homes can reach the four worlds beyond those. However, when their enjoyment ends, all these persons return to this mundane earth. Only a select few of those who have reached the planets of Maharloka and other higher planets become liberated with Lord Rama. Some persons, after enjoying on Archirloka and other planets, gradually attain liberation. Renounced souls devoted to transcendental knowledge quickly attain liberation. The Lord's devotees who have material desires may enjoy by fulfilling those desires, and when they become fully purified, they also attain the Lord's abode. Devotees having no material desires at once attain the blissful spiritual realm of Vaikuntha, 
which is difficult even for liberated souls to attain. Pure devotees living in Vaikuntha enjoy forever in varied ways the happiness of directly serving Sri Krishna's lotus feet. In comparison, the nectar of liberation appears insignificant. Some of those devotees are situated in knowledge, jnana-bhaktas. Some are pure devotees, shuddha-bhaktas. Some are devotees situated in love, prema-bhaktas. Some are devotees situated in great love, prema-pura-bhaktas. And some are overwhelmed by love, prema-tura-bhaktas. Sanatana Goswami explains that here four and a half kinds of love are described, with the jnana bhaktas being the half. The devotion of jnana bhaktas is mixed with a desire for knowledge, not the pathetic liberation of the impersonalists, but the awareness of the glories of serving the Lord's lotus feet. Maharaj Bharat is an example of a jnana bhakta. The Sudha bhaktas are devoted to the nine processes of devotional service. Their devotion is not distracted by fruitive work, a desire for knowledge, or non-devotional renunciation. Maharaj Ambarish is an example of a Sudha-bhakta. The Prema-bhaktas want only to serve the Lord's lotus feet with love. Hanuman is an example of a Prema-bhakta. The prema-para-bhaktas are the Lord's affectionate associates who, by the Lord's boundless mercy, are tied by the chains of affectionately gazing at the Lord with longings of love, friendship with the Lord, and close friendship where they joke with the Lord. The pandavas are examples of prema-para-bhaktas. The prematura-bhaktas are always overwhelmed by the treasure of wonderful love. Uddhava and the Yadavas are examples of prematura bhaktas. Although Vaikuntha cannot be attained without love for the Lord, there are varying degrees of that love. Thus, the prema bhaktas are better than the shuddha bhaktas. The prema para bhaktas are better than the prema bhaktas, and the prematura bhaktas are better than the Premapara Bhaktas. Since the levels of these devotees vary, it seems unfitting the results they achieve be the same. Nonetheless, no one is considered better than anyone else in Vaikuntha. It follows that among devotees in Vaikuntha, there is equality even to special Vaikuntha perfections such as living near the Lord or attaining a form like His. A goal higher than Vaikuntha is unheard of. Each in his own part of Vaikuntha, each according to his own kind of love, and each attaining his own object of love, everyone is happy. The devotees in their different mellows have all attained the highest happiness. I still wonder, however, what is the destination of they who are devoted to the Lord who performs the Rasalila? 
My heart is not happy if others attain the same destination attained by loving devotees who chant the holy names and who, indifferent to all material goals, yearn to become Shivrata's maidservants. I cannot tolerate that others attain the same destination as Nanda and Yasoda and their associates. Sanatan Goswami explains that the others here are the Pandavas and the Yadavas. The most sublime excellences flow into those devotees like rivers into the ocean. Therefore, a suitable place must surely exist for them above Vaikuntha. Please reveal it to me and rescue me. Sanatan Goswami explains that the word prakasya means please show me by describing it and udarashva means please rescue me from this ocean of unhappiness filled with waves of doubt and whirlpools of illusion. The description of the glories of Goloka Vrindavan, which is above the material worlds and even above the realms of Vaikuntha, is the answer to this question of Uttaradevi. Sri Jaimini continued, Delighted by his mother's beautiful question, the son bowed before her and, shedding tears, the hairs of his body erect in ecstasy, he began to speak. Sri Pariket said, O mother, for whom Lord Krishna is your very life, and who cannot bear separation from him. Only you could ask such a question. Others could not. In your womb, I have taken a very pious birth as the grandson of Subhadra's husband, who was your dear friend. Bowing down before Lord Krishna, who, holding a club and chakra, in your own womb, protected both you and me from the Brahmastra, who in my childhood made me search, as great devotees do, again and again for his own form in the world of men, who gave me the virtues of great souls, who made me famous for subduing Kali, who gave me wonderful royal opulence, who filled me with despair by arranging a Brahmin's curse, who in his form of his disciple told me of the curse, which I welcomed, who as Lord Vasudev dragged me from the blind well of my home and made me sit by the bank of the Ganges, fasting until death, who in the form of Srila Sukadev Goswami taught me the truth in the assembly of sages, dispelled my fears and delighted me who by giving me the company of his dear devotees now makes me drink the nectar of words about him, who is kind without limit. I, nourished by the Brahmin's words, with a single heart, at this my last moment, will speak the answer to your question, an answer that contains the essence of all Vaishnava scripture. I could satisfy you by quoting and explaining the Shruti and Smriti, but instead... I will tell you a story I learned by the mercy of my guru, a story that will explain and dispel all doubts. <laughs> 